Hey folks, Dr. Dennis here, the Wellness Doc, bringing you all things healthy for your mind, body, and soul. Happy Tuesday. Wanted to welcome you to my new podcast entitled Comprehensive Health and Wellness, and you are welcome to feel free to listen to these shows on any of the major podcast platforms such as Google, iTunes, Anchor, and Spotify. There are a few more and I will leave them in the description box below. Uncle Paulie, who was in our last episode, unfortunately was extremely busy today with some meetings and let me know that he wanted to tell our audience that he was extremely sorry for not being able to participate as the guest host in this show. However, he said he will return on our next uh, scheduled episode. Okay, so the purpose of this show today is to speak about the five variables that can turbo turbocharge. Wow, that's hard to say really fast. Turbocharge your workout gains. So in other words, this is all about you. How can we optimize your time for your effort in the gym? So let's name them really quickly and then we'll get into why this works and some of the other benefits. Is that fair? I think so. Okay, number one, the number of repetitions. Most people that I've seen that have been working out a while, uh, the repetition range usually goes from about 10 to 12. Obviously, there's going to be some variance, but that seems to be the general consensus. Number two, the number of sets. And this is kind of another standard that I've seen most people do one workout I'm sorry one warm-up set so with a much lighter weight to get the circulation going to get the temperature body temperature up a little bit and I think it's a great thing to incorporate at least one warm-up set the third variable which will turbocharge your gains is the speed of movement. So my specific reference to this is honestly, how long is it taking you to, let's say we're doing a bicep curl, to lift the weight all the way up to your chin and then lower it. And so in the uh, outline that I've written, which You can see that on uh, Instagram, and I'll leave you the link for that also. Just a real abbreviated version of what we're discussing right now. And um, I also completed a YouTube video earlier, which uh, will list these five variables uh, in a very short, concise manner, if that's your preference. So in short, there are different goals based on how fast or slow we lift a weight. 
So here is an example. One of the protocols when we are in pain or we have dysfunction or some type of ailment, uh, research has shown that slow movements in both directions are beneficial to healing and also from a neurological perspective, we are providing necessary information, feedback, and stimuli back up to the brain to then have the brain interpret this information, much needed information, to then create a new healthy program, a functional program, so that we can relearn how to move without the anticipation of pain, dysfunction, or the ailment. The fourth variable that I'd like to talk about includes the rest intervals. Again, if you look at, if you were to poll 100 people in any gym anywhere that work out, and honestly, in any age range, the rest intervals stay the same. Most people that I've seen, because let's face it, the gym is a social environment, which is also very positive for our mind and our emotional and spiritual uh, areas of ourselves as humans. So that's also very important. However, you can structure it so that you can let your buddies know and your acquaintances that, hey, you know, when I'm lifting, I'm not going to talk much, but we can catch up later. So the rest intervals is very important in relation to high intensity training. All of these variables are important, but the rest interval is, is a big one there because as you decrease the rest interval, you are now increasing the intensity where now the brain again is receiving a different set of information and says, oh, wait a minute, I have to adapt now to these uh, decreased rest periods. So now I have to act a little quicker, which can actually help with overall reflexes and for those who participate in sports and activities that have a speed component where there isn't much time to rest, this would be very useful. Also to, and we'll, we'll do this with all of these variables, uh, and I'll get into it in a little bit, but we basically wanna shock the, the brain and the body. So I'll get back to that uh, in a few minutes. And then the fifth variable is the order of the exercises. And here we go again, folks. Um, if you were to watch and poll 100 people that work out, very rarely do you see them change the order. And it just amazes me because I am very, I get bored rather quickly. So if I'm not changing something, I'm not going to do it. And it's almost inherent 
for me to apply these um, these changes every single workout to challenge my brain and to prevent from being bored. And it, I guess it correlates to why I chose ice hockey as my primary sport and, uh, of course, had to take it to the highest level. Um, and this is not always good to be that extreme. However, to achieve certain things, especially physically, uh, the consistency is key and, of course, the varying levels of intensity uh, help to achieve these results. So these, now, you might say to me, well, Dr. Dennis, there are other variables that you can change. And of course there are. Um, Based on research and my millions and trillions of years, not just joking, uh, 30 plus years in the field uh, from being an amateur athlete to a pro athlete to suffering devastating injuries, um, severe complications after knee injury in 2006, uh, almost died from multiple blood clots. And then 2011, my spine dislocated. So I was on my way to being paralyzed. It was very, very difficult to walk. And I thank God every day because I have zero residual anything negative. I have zero pain. I have zero symptoms. So I'm asymptomatic and there is nothing that I cannot do. And all of the things that I'm sharing with you, if you ever get a chance and you're in the New Jersey area, let's go work out together. And one of the huge points that I share with everyone to help you all out is it must be science-based not emotion. When you start weight training with emotion, there is a high probability of you getting injured. How do I know? I've probably done it a few hundred or thousand times and I've had to control my urges and emotions when I'm training and to use my brain. Because here's the bottom line. When balance and coordination is involved, is needed, and is challenged, the brain must uh, activate to the highest level to prevent us as humans from being hurt. So this is why it's very, it's a smart um, approach to weight training, incorporating balance and coordination, which, by the way, let's go to Olympic and professional athletes. Why do I bring this up? They perform optimally and they heal the fastest. So if we look at what they're doing and we mimic that, we will get similar results. So getting back to uh, why we need to change these variables in order to turbocharge our gains goes back to the strength training slash scientific principle of periodization. So the word period and then isation. (laughs) It's kind of how I remembered it. Um, It can be very complex, but for this discussion today, we will keep it uh, 
rather simple yet effective. And it was, this correlates to the statement I made earlier that for optimal results, we must challenge the brain and the body often. In other words, we need to shock the systems, right? It's not ever one system. Because if we talk about muscles, how do the muscles work? How are they turned on without the brain? And then without that, how, how can we get the information to travel without circulation? And without our heart beating and our lungs working, we won't have any of that. So we can go on and on and start naming all the systems, but I think you all get the idea. It's a, it's a different mindset, but it results in long-term optimization and performance, not just in a sport, not just in the gym, but in life. So the other huge key to achieving success, utilizing this principle of periodization is planning. Each workout, I know it's work folks, but the work that you put in, you will get what you want, what you desire. So let's just say hypothetically on Monday, we decide that we're going to work lower body and we're gonna do 10 different exercises. We need to address these five variables. We don't have to change all of them in every workout, but we need to change some of them each workout in order to, number one, get the results that we want, but also prevent injuries. Because I'm sure most of you out there have heard of chronic ailments, chronic conditions, and that is honestly equal to or based on repetitive movement patterns, which can be in life. So we can use a construction worker or an electrician. There are certain movements that they do on a regular basis and there's a lot, there are, there are multiple forces present which cumulatively over time break down areas. So one of our goals is to prevent that. Also, on the other end of this is injury recovery, where the same variables can be manipulated and changed to accelerate healing. Uh, in that case, high-intensity training will not be one of our primary goals because we're trying to heal. However, we can still change those variables and create some form of uh, intensity change, but it's, it's like apples and oranges because the goals are different. And that's one of my other major points here is what is your goal? What are your goals? Are you just going to the gym to stay in shape as part of a maintenance program? And that's fine, nothing wrong with that. However, the brain is an unbelievable mechanism that processes oh, just so many, you know, a plethora of information. Um, 
sources, systems. It monitors everything, right? So it it is smarter than we think we are. So one of the other analogies I make is that, I mean, I, I hear this all the time. Oh, well, Mrs. Johnson is, is suffering from hip pain. Actually, I was speaking to the husband of one of the wives that I met at the pool today at LA Fitness, and they're in their 70s. And he basically said, yeah, you know, Rose doesn't listen to me. She has a bad hip. She had one surgery already. Uh, They're suggesting that she gets a second one and she is just refusing. And she continues to limp and compensate and be in pain. But her response is, well, I'm going to work through it and I can handle it. So that whole short scenario there, and by the way, he looked very frustrated because he loves his wife. But obviously there's a give and take in any relationship, and I understand. And I've also experienced this with my own family where I have tried to help with these awesome systems for healing and of course uh, tremendous resistance and that's where you this is where the mental health comes in where you learn to accept so acceptance and when you're trying to help somebody and they don't take it it can hurt so the other word that I've learned to focus on is also forgiveness so acceptance and forgiveness so so getting back to um neurologically speaking so this is neuroscience and neurophysiology we cannot bypass we cannot will our desires beyond the level of pain which interrupts our normal functioning in relation to movement to performing normal daily activities, even what we can or cannot do in the gym. And then lastly, if we play a sport, and so I'm tying this into golf. um, If you were to look at the average golfer, what is their level of flexibility? It's not very good. So if a torquing motion during the swing, the golf swing, requires flexibility and stability of the core, and it's not present, then how good of a golfer can you be? And I also had an opportunity to go down to a beautiful golf course in San Diego, and the average age of the mostly gentlemen that were taking lessons was over 60. And, oh my God, the analysis was so apparent of their swing. There was no flexibility. So they were trying to muscle the ball, which now I'm correlating. It's another segue into our brains where we feel we're tough enough to bypass pain. And in short, we do more damage than good. I'm just going to get a sip of water real quick. Thanks, folks. Sorry about that. Uh, boy, my New York accent really came out water. It was like almost two syllables or one syllable uh, sort of uh, smushed together. So anyway, today 
was something that we have simplified. However, it will affect, excuse me one second. (coughs) It will affect every system in our bodies and mind. And the bottom line is to help you turbocharge your workout gains and your workouts prevent injuries, and optimize your thriving in life. So as always, I am here to provide hope, support, encouragement, and specialized knowledge. And the last quote of the day is from Dr. Eric Thomas. And I had the opportunity of watching him on YouTube and he is extremely motivational. He usually or has done videos uh, on the same audio track with um, Mr. Les Brown. So this is one that I usually listen to at least once a day. And here we go. So this is Dr. Eric Thomas. He said, stop running from your pain. Embrace your point, embrace your pain as your pain is going to be part of your prize, a part of your product. Now, real quick, uh, he wasn't really talking about physical pain. He's talking about mental pain. And we always share that number one and two with mental conditions, anxiety and depression are uh, rampant and especially with COVID. So, It's challenging when you want to make a change in your life as humans, you want to transform. It's, it's going to be difficult. Sometimes it's going to hurt, but between these two motivational speakers, it's really great to hear it on a regular basis. And I would strongly advise, and I'll, and I'll finish up the podcast for today. It's a little longer than what I've done earlier, but I think it's uh, important to, to share this with you because as, as we share, this is about optimizing your mind, body, and soul. And I would say when you have a few minutes, go on any of the social media anywhere and find someone who can motivate you verbally, who you can relate to. Because the more that you can put positive things in your mind, the outcomes are going to be tremendous for your body And that connection is highly underrated and we need to focus on the balance across the board.